Yo, this is Ella Rocker, South Philly's number one bourbon general. Just cruising on this beat I made right here. You're now tuned in to Sir Love Day, my man Cheese, Crush Your Live Podcast. Talking about the best topics on earth. Damn straight, I said it. The whole globe. Yeah, about to dip out though. Shouts to my people's career crooks, wrecking crew, crush a live podcast. Peace. Crush a lot podcast. I'm your boy Cheese, and as always, I need a, I, you know, I need my, my main man, my right hand man, the the backbone of the show, the soul <laughs> of the show, sexual chocolate, black love, yes. black gold, Sir Love Day. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good, man. I'm pretty good. Uh, man, how you doing? Man, I am excited because this is the one that we were we targeted. We put it on the calendar. We were like, this one must yep. happen. It's our top yep. five female women queens mcs (laughs) albums albums Um, yeah not just songs not just songs our favorite top five albums but we needed to bring in a a special guest because we are celebrating ladies first this is uh, celebrating the wonderfulness of of women and what they contributed to this hip-hop community we need to bring the big guns Mm -hmm. and we and we scoured we scoured the social media and we talked to people and we landed on someone wonderful all the way out there in texas uh you can find her on instagram uh with uh, her handle slayer carrito uh, that's the spanish twang that i speak that i speak i speak spanish um carolina martinez how are you hello good how are you guys and i'm good i'm good we're very excited very to good. have you on you the last year has really seen an explosion on your profile in particular as you highlight uh, your passion and your collection of vinyl which is something i started getting Perfect. into and i know sir love that you've been collecting for a while um it's great to have you on your first podcast yes. very very first one and Thank you so much for bringing me in. This is something new for me, but I'm so excited. And this is what I love to talk about. So I'm excited to hear your guys top five and kind of get that for sure. So thank you guys so much. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank Thank you for being, making the time um, to, to be on the show. Question is, did you get a delivery yet? I have not. Surprise! Mm. Well, you got the tracking number, so run the tracking Thank number. You. Thank you for that too. I'm kind of excited. I was about to ask you, like, hey, what's in there? But I'm wor- I'm waiting <laughs> for the surprise. So I'm I, try to, I, try, I try to time it for when it came time to record, <laughs> but we'll go we'll figure it out. Now, you have an extensive collection on vinyls, and I encourage everyone to check out her Instagram profile over at uh, Slayer Carito. Um, for those uninitiated, is C A R I T O um, with the twang. Um, what got you into <laughs> collecting? What got you into music? You you have such an obvious strong passion for it, and it really stands out. How did mm-hmm. you fall into music? How did you fall into collecting? Um, well, actually, music has always been a huge part in my life. Whether it was cassettes 
you know, I started off, you know, with cassettes and then, you know, moved on to the whole MP3 and downloading music and actually collecting records wasn't in my life until about maybe three to four years ago. And it was actually my husband that was, you know, hey, maybe, you know, we should get a record player because he knows that I have music everywhere, everywhere I go in the house. Music is a huge part. And I I'm pretty sure he regrets it now because I took it completely over and he's just like, okay. What the hell? This thing is out of control. <laughs> you gotta pay the rent, man. <laughs> exactly, but um, uh, if it wasn't for record collecting, I think um, hip hop wouldn't have been such a big part of my life. You know, because before I these three to four years that I started collecting, my main source was you know other genres, but hip hop mm. came in hand in hand with record collecting. Which is what you see on my account. Um, I do have a lot of blues and rock and all this other stuff, but it seems like hip hop is taking over. Big <laughs> so I, yeah. I mean, when you asked me to do the podcast and everything, I was kind of like, wow, you know, this is something that was very important to me. So I was like, of course I'll do it. It, it kind of forces me to you know get more into it and find a lot more artists and especially with women in hip-hop i mean that is a whole other world right there that i was that i completely like you know put myself in there so i'm very excited about this it's sure. it's there is a component to doing the show when we do our list me and sir love they don't talk about our list before the show i have absolutely no idea what he's going to nope. talk about <laughs> most of the time we agree Half the time, I think it's absolute annoyance that he does these lists just to annoy me. Um, that's a part of the charm. But there is a level of like going back and listening to things and really being not informed, but like, what is good? How do you classify good? And it's a very subjective thing. And one of the things that we would like is, is that going back and listening. I listen to it now as an older male but when i was a younger teenager trying to figure out the world it was a different listening experience and does that alter your list does does it does it do you see it differently did it age well those are things that we never considered when we were we were younger and it's an interesting um conflict that we have sometimes it's like it's good but it didn't age well so kind of i don't listen to it but it's important yeah. to talk about it. it's a very interesting thing um now, now that we know you're completely broke from uh, buying so many vinyls, because in three years, I have hope now to catch up because I just started year one. Uh, what's your setup, setup right now? Right now, I have a Riga Planer 6. Um, it comes with the um, Anya cartridge, which is a high-end, you know, needle. And I am absolutely in love with this with this record uh, record player. It it has brought up my records, you know, the sound quality is just so much warmth and there is so much of the background that you don't hear when you're listening to it on CD or um, when you're, you know, you download a stream or something. I mean, there is so much more to uh, the songs and to the voice. I mean, I, I have a Johnny Cash album that, um, you know, it's the last one that he ever made and you can hear that man breathing, you can hear that man, you know, it's the little things that I that I pick up when I put on a record that you don't mm -hmm. necessarily hear when you're listening through it on on a on a stream. 
Yes. So I have a, yeah. that's my record player. Like that. Yes, absolutely. And I have um, uh, more vintage speakers, they're Klipsch. And um, so I think that one with the newer record brings out more depth and warmth um, when I'm listening to older records. You know, I have some original presses that were, you know, made in 95, in the 90s, early 90s. And you can you can definitely hear the difference. Um, you see why I brought it on Sir Love Day? You see why? <laughs> you see the subtleties of me, those are the, the things in music that make it wonderful. Those little nuances that are mm -hmm. there. Um, and hip hop has mm -hmm. a lot of that. Um, Ooh, and I think yeah. I, I think people get lost on like it got to be hard, it got to be this. But the subtleness of hip hop is is mm -hmm. can really come out. Um, you in particular, um, Carolina, mm -hmm. in your page decided not only to showcase your collection, your passion for it, but you also stylized it. It's very unique. It's not like here's a here's 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 my kid holding my record though there is a particular instagrammer that does that and i do like it so i'm not dissing you i'm just you know that's you know you actually go you have like a setup there's a thought process there's uh -huh. there's really you try to really get in tune to what the art and the record is and project some type of artistry uh to it can you describe your process a little bit for the for the uninitiated um, absolutely i usually whenever i do my post it's that's the album that I'm listening to that day. I don't particularly get post, you know, just because that's what's popular, that's what's in. No, literally what I post that day, that's what I'm listening to. And as I'm reading, as I'm uh, reading about the artist or I'm listening to it, I always write about what that album means to me. So, um, you know, I put a little info, little things that I know, you know, this artist features this other, other artist, whatever, but I mainly focus about what that album means to me. Um, so I put it on, you know, I take a couple pictures, you know, kind of put the art because Instagram is very visual. So yeah. I don't, I want the people in there to, you know, you're seeing it, but I'm, I kind of put little, my little twist to it, you know, and I write about what that album means to me at that particular moment so everything is very on that day what i'm feeling what i'm going through if i'm feeling sad that's the album that i'm putting on you know stuff like that so i'm very in the moment kind of kind of post yeah i think it's a good page and uh, i've been following for a few months um yeah so it's good stuff i recommend everyone check it out um and also i get jealous and i'm like i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna block her um because i can't take this anymore <laughs> Um, I can't, I don't know what that <laughs> copy is. Uh, she had the cranberry one because this happened. Then she got the Marilyn and I don't know, I'm done. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I started collecting just hip hop just to stick with one genre. Cause once I start somewhere else, it, it really uh -huh. gets me uh, like, okay, then I, and I'm a very compulsive collector. So I'll collect everything, not in a three year span like you, um, but, mm. but <laughs> sure enough, a uh, shout out oh, to yeah. your husband though. Because he must Thank be funding you. half of that. Um, so yeah, yeah, shout out to you. Hand in hand for sure. <laughs> shout out to you. Um, and, and, you know, all the good stuff. Because we, we see it. We feel it. And we just love that. This is one of the things I yeah, know so love that we, we love about our show. Is that we talk to everyday people. Absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely, we do this as a family too. Like my daughters, my oldest daughter, she has her own little record collection going on right now. You know, it's a family thing. Every weekend we go out and try to look for records. And so when it comes to hip hop, 
90s hip hop on record is insane for me. That it to, completely to go to Germany. That's where it's, it's Ooh, like 90s hip hop over there is like the only thing they listen to. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we lived over there too. There I'm go. so sucks that we didn't do it when we were over there, but this all circles back. Let's get right into it for those who are checking out the show. Not because of me, Cheese, or so loved it before. Carolina, thank you for checking it out. Subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Podbean. Um, you know, if you like it, like it, share it, let people know. And if you want to be on the show because you want to talk about hip hop or you want to talk about music or politics, whatever it is, you want to talk to me. Want to talk to Sir Love Day or say our list was corny, was wack, or was great, whatever it is, Super. you're welcome to. Crushalotpodcastgmail.com. Mm-hmm. We do have people lined up uh, for April and for May, and we encourage everyone. We don't care if you have 10,000 followers, one follower. We don't care. You want to talk? We want to talk with you. Come on the show. Let's get right into it, Sir Love Day. Ladies first, top five female women hip-hop albums. What do you mm-hmm. got? Number five, Sir Love Day. Oof, number five is a tough one. It's a very tough list, but I had to go with something that, uh, as was already mentioned, personal, that that impacts and makes a difference for me. Uh, so for me, I had to think, and remember particularly since we were talking about vinyl, and I had recently started this new whole vinyl project at work, and I was digging through my old stuff, and I found this old cover and I looked at it and I was had a flashback to living in Bushwick and pulling out this record and jamming into it. Uh, and when I remembered how good it was and I listened to it again, I was like, yeah, this is still a dope album. <laughs> this is quality stuff. I know I had to put it on this list somewhere. When I really got down to the finalizing, I figured, you know what? Five's a good spot for it. Could go higher, but I'll go with five. And that's salt and pepper, hot, cool, and vicious. Yes. Uh, listen, I have so many honorable mentions that I, di- I didn't want to say anything yet because I wanted yeah. to see if it comes out naturally. Thank you so much, <laughs> Sir Love Day. Why salt and pepper? I'm happy. I, I have my reasons why. But why did you put on right. this? <laughs> uh, so, for one, this record was definitely a big deal for me. It was totally a, a ton of fun. Um, going back to my my obsession with samples this was a part of that process for me um because i remember when i first heard tramp uh which was on this album uh immediately some bells were going off in my head and i didn't fully understand it because i didn't really you know know what sampling was at the time i'm a kid at the time just, uh that i'm hearing this so i didn't really understand what sampling was but hearing uh the background of tramp and going i know that record from somewhere it's one of those early moments of the connection uh, that hip hop was having with just my entire childhood and family and family history and, and my life uh, since young. And then also, this is just a very dope album from start to finish. It's, you know, it's a short album like all those albums were back then. Not the days, you know, like we'd have now when people have 15 and 16 and 20 and 45 tracks on an album. Uh, these were short you got your a side your b side and everything was dope and they were fly that that album cover was just like oh yeah they're cool look at these chicks these are just some some cool women it's not uh uh, someone trying to push any particular gimmick 
Uh, they're not trying to to go in one direction or the other. Um, at the time when I was little, I felt like some of the rap that was being produced, particularly at this time, was very uh, gimmicky and felt like they were trying to sell based on a certain hook of the character that they were rapping at as. Um, and I was like, yeah, they weren't really doing that. They weren't salt and pepper and, and rhyming a bunch of seasonings throughout all their songs. Uh, <laughs> it's, that's just what they called themselves. And their rhymes were just good. And the songs are just super fun. Like, it's just a super fun, entertaining album. Sticks out me forever, and I'll always remember that cover. That color blocking was dope. Yeah, Salt and Pepper right was the first female group to go gold um, and, and have mainstream success. And that cannot mm-hmm. be underestimated. They get lost in the, sh- in the conversation and the shuffle a lot in importance in hip-hop period. Mm-hmm. They were just great yeah. musicians, but they opened the door for a lot of people females to be successful and to be yeah. pro-sexuality be pro-yourself be, like they really were owning it and especially Peppa Peppa was a great MC like <laughs> Peppa was for me one of the at that time very special and you know Push It was a huge jam uh, so that's a great pick Salt mm-hmm. and Pepper uh, sorry left day number 5 Carolina you're up to bat what do you got you're number 5 I'm, I'm- I'm going with somebody, you know, not too, not too old school, but not too current either. It's um, Remy on the Rocks. Yeah. Wow. And nice. um, I, I, I was drawn to this album just because of how empowering she is when it comes to, you know, other artists or just being a female. Um, yeah, I know that she has a new album coming up like this year. Mm. Uh, but when it comes to her, she just, uh, one of the things that I loved about her was how strong she sounds when she's, um, you know, rapping. And uh, a lot of the lyrics that she comes up with are very strong and in your face kind of thing. I mean, it kind of makes you like, you're listening to it and you're kind of like, okay, I can do this. Like, <laughs> you know, it kind of makes you feel empowered. And that's what I got from her, from that album specifically was that I, it, it makes you feel strong when you listen to it. So, um, you know, I kind of wanted to pick someone, you know, for my number five, someone that's not too old, too old school, but not, you know, not too current either. It's, it's so, your list, Carolina. You could go wherever you ooh, want. Yes. And, and there'll be times where I agree with, and we have the same list, and this time is completely different. And, and that's okay. Right. Um, and how people get to it, if you have your top five, if you're listening, and it's completely different. That's great. We're here to celebrate and educate. If you haven't heard those records, check them out. There's a reason why it's on our list. So uh, that's a great one. Um, I'm going to go right into my number five. Man, uh, how do I... I approach this with an idea of not necessarily trying to showcase, but more of an approach of what has been something that I always go back to and listen to mm-hmm. even if it didn't age well even if, it, if it's maybe not the most popular opinion and my number five is from i feel one of the more forgotten mcs who had a nice run in the mid 90s um and she's still relevant now um in terms of maybe not music but personality on radio and that is the amazing heather b mm. 
Heather B. dropped her mm. debut album, um, uh, Taking Minds. And it right. was a straight, old school, boom bat, Brooklyn type mm-hmm. record, which is everything yeah. I'm about. Because I'm Brooklyn, <laughs> straight in and straight out. And, it, you know, it was, it was just a hard-hitting street album. And everything mm-hmm. was banging hard the way I like my music. And it was short. It was 10 songs. And I love right. 10 to 12 songs. It was very digestible. It was boom, boom, in your face. She has a very um, deep tunnel type voice that really resonates right. well with that type of production that was prevalent in the 90s. And she didn't like, she didn't, she didn't compromise. She just went in as a, I could be just as good as any MC, male or female, and I'm as hard as any any MC out there and that's what what that debut album was if you're gonna be making an album you're gonna have to come in real hard especially if you're representing New York especially if you're representing Mm -hmm. Brooklyn you're going to have to come in and do it because there's almost no way to really gain traction I know Sir Love that you're picky with that I know I'm picky with that so for me that had to be there because not only did she succeed it even now it's aged very, very, very well. You're talking about songs like All Glocks Down, um, songs like If Heads Only Knew. Um, most of the production mm-hmm. was done by uh, DJ Kenny Parker, um, but it's a rugged yep. album. It's in, it's, it's in your face, boom, bat, old school, and, and I loved it. It was no glitter, no glitzy, no nothing. Sometimes uh, women MCs glitter glitter too much, put too much too much sparklies to, because that's how they get um, promoted, but not Heather. Right. Heather had the baggy jeans, the Sims. I was like, we're going to do this old school. And I appreciate it. For so sure. that's my number five. Heather B. Uh, taking home um, her debut album, Solid. Um, Sir Love Day. So, I know I, I, I'm already, I'm already <laughs> crushing it with my pick. You saw, you saw that one coming? Did you see that one coming? Did you see I that coming <laughs> and if you haven't listened to have the beats all good go back you can get it on itunes and spotify for free all right here we go so uh, sir love day number four match me uh number four simple enough straightforward there's no need for a big build up on this one uh it's rhapsody layla's wisdom Ooh, yeah. Ooh, new new album the grammy nominated yeah. layla's wisdom yeah. i know you were a big uh, fan of that, this album why absolutely uh this album is a a great 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 uh representation of her it's one of those great moments that you have to have in hip-hop where sometimes an album can be a uh distillation of a moment um it can really talk about you know an idea um or a couple of ideas but some of the albums that I like the most um, and most of the albums that I like the most are ones that give you this really, really great picture into who this artist is. Uh, and it's not so much about what the different subjects that they're covering, but it's about how they're showing you their viewpoint, uh, how they're showing you their personal experiences, um, how they're showing you how they handle and internalize and understand the things going on around them. And she does that from start to finish in this album uh talks about personal relationships uh talks about dating talks about uh social media talks about being in the business uh 
um, talks about money, talks about um, being a rapper and all the things that come along with that, uh, and talks about how great she is as a rapper uh, all across this record, and she does it so well. It's one of those no-skips-necessary albums. You don't have to do anything to prep yourself for it. Doesn't matter what mood you're in. You don't got to be in the right mood for it to listen to it. At least not for me. For me, I can throw it on at any time. It doesn't matter what's going on. It can perfectly hit. And I will guide through the entire album. And before I know it, I'm starting it all over again and playing it again. And again, because it's that good. Quality from top to bottom. Great production. Great MCing. It's a great, 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 great album. She did her thing. To have it on your list when the album is maybe less than a year old says a lot lot about the power of that album. I recommend anybody who hasn't listened to it, listen to it and her other stuff to see the evolution of her growth. Now, I I was never a big listener of hers, not because I'm not a fan, because there's so much Mm -hmm. stuff out there. It's like I just never came around to it. But Layla's Wizard is one of those that I can see in a few years being on my top five as well. It's not in my top five, but it is absolutely worth being on anyone's top five and even number one. And it's that good of an album. So great choice, Sir Love Day. Carolina. Uh, I would have to say number four for me would have to be Bad As I Wanna Be. (laughs) And the only reason why this album just stood out to me was because it sounds classic. Like Mm. it sounds, you know, that 90s hip hop that I like, whether it's a female or, or, you know, or a male, that album, I feel like it has like, obviously, you know, it comes from a female, but she's so strong. Like she's up there with the big dogs. So, um, this album, I think is something that I think I want to own it on, on record. Hopefully, if I can find it. Um, <laughs> I think this one's this is This is Light, right? This is MC Light? MC Light. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yep. For those it, uninitiated, it's Light, L-Y-T-E. Not mm-hmm. Light, like, turn off my light. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I couldn't pay my bill, so they turn off the light because I buy too many records. <laughs> and she's one of the first female, you know, hardcore rappers out there, so... Yep. Like as classic as it can be right there. Yeah, MC Light is, oh, yeah. Uh, for those who want to know more about MC Light, check out our last episode where we talk about MC Light with the wonderful Sunny out of Philadelphia. Um, we, we actually didn't, as of this recording, didn't post it, but as soon as I'm done with this, it will be posted. Um, so check it out. Um, we talk in depth about MC Light. That's a great oh. pick. I'm, I'm sure anybody and everybody has MC Light somewhere on this list. Um, but that's a great, great record. I'm going to go into my number four. Now, um, this was not a struggle for me. This was where am I going to put it? Because this is one of those MCs. I don't want to use the word female MC or the term because I feel like I'm degrading somehow. These are just MCs who can match up with anybody. But this MC in particular... Is so laid back. It's and so smooth. If Heather B was that punch in the face, and MC Light, which was there was nothing light about her in the first place, um, was out there hanging with the best of them, 
male, female, whoever, and going after them right. with this record. Mm-hmm. This person was the laid back storyteller, slick Rick, smooth <laughs> MC, right? And she had a great production from the Beat Miners, great mm-hmm. production from yeah. Primo, and came in right. smooth and sexy and showed finesse, different from the other ones. Mm-hmm. This is Bahamadia. Bahamadia's mm-hmm. collage album. Is it collage, right? It's collage, right? Or was it college? The case throwing me off. <laughs> someone, someone correct me. Someone correct me. Listen, I only have a GED. That's what works for me. I always right? call it the collage. Collage, I was right. Okay, I was right. Don't mock me, Sir Love Day. Um, I know where you live. Um, so for me, that album, uh, Collage, was everything that I love about hip-hop. It's creative. It's original. It's it's daring to be unique. And it's effortless. It's such an easy listening experience. Versus Heather B., which is thumping hard, rugged music. Bahamadia is the opposite of that. It's, it's very finesse, very smooth. Um, I, it's not, and trippy at times. Um, and for me, it needed to go on there just not only for how unique of an album it is, but because she, her flow is immaculate. Her storytelling is vivid and alive. And, and it's so many different uh, ways of expressing things in, in her vocabulary. And she's able to paint pictures with verbal colors that are, it's just immensely talented and it's just an eargasm to have and I definitely will be pecking this one up in vinyl because I think it's I only buy things I want to like um, preserve and this is yeah. one that I want to preserve it's that good of an album it doesn't get spoken of enough because I don't think it thumps sure. but it's mm-hmm. it's it's one of those creative ones it's kind of like for me it reminds me a little bit like Outkast Outkast there's nothing really thumping about Outkast's music but you it's uh... cool. well some, some you want to <laughs> you want to fight with me today but it's not like this boom bag rugged that we're used to it's something else it's creative it's fresh and that's what like the way she is coming off and then she's wearing that her her afro is out and beautiful and it's immaculate and she's like I'm gonna wear this um so Bahamadia <laughs> Uh, collage record pick it up great production lyrically fantastic my number four sir love day seems like you want to squabble, you squabble. <laughs> uh, number three what you got uh number three was also very easy for me um to understand my number three pick you have to understand that um, for me my music education began with classical music oh. that was that was the education like I could, I could hear music at the barbecues, whatever, as a kid. But the music that my parents were like, "This is it. This is what you need to understand first, uh, Was classical music. Uh, and then after that, I was allowed to actually start to understand some of the other stuff. But I had to understand classical first. I had to understand uh, measure. I had to understand uh, treble clef. I had to understand a bass clef. I had to understand how music was built. Um, and then I could go into the other things. And when from there the thing the genre that ended up becoming uh despite the fact that classical is kind of my always underground backbone fallback when nothing else is working for me uh the other genre that has the most power over me uh was funk and so it should not be surprised that funkified uh is the brat 
<laughs> one of my favorite albums uh, of all time. Just period. Just as far as albums go. Not even female albums. Just one of my favorite albums. Uh, funk has such an ability to to just pull uh, for me. It might not do this for others, but for me, it manages to reach into uh, whatever emotions I'm carrying around at that time and pull out the emotions it needs from me. Uh, I may be wanting to be angry. I may want to be hype. But if the record is telling me at that moment that you need to be chill, it's going to get me chill. If it needs me to be, to be hype, it's going to get me hype. And not every other type of record can do that. I can listen to a Metallica record and be like, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> and then go to sleep right afterwards, yeah. you know, and not be amped up, not be ready to go. Uh, and throughout this album, uh, Jermaine Dupri did his thing, making sure that this thing is smooth, that it flows from one set to the next. And it just so happens, uh, you know, the brat just happened to, you know, maybe be one of the dopest lyricists we had, uh, incredible flows and was just coasting on every beat effortlessly just all over the place without a single misstep and the combination of those two things just made for an album that i can put on at any time over and over and over again at any point of the album and just keep playing and keep playing and keep playing and keep playing easily top five for me and it definitely deserves to be my number three. It could have been my number one. The Brat has hits, like mainstream hits. Not like marginal hits. Mainstream, iconic songs in her repertoire. It, it's, it's amazing how popular she got and how many hits she's actually on when, when you look at her catalog and you really study it. It's like, she got hits. Huge yeah. hits. Huge, yeah. and the brat is spelled G A. For those who don't know, because we're here to educate, we're not here to shame you for not knowing the brat. We're educating you for you can look it up and see what Sir Love is talking about. It's a different hip hop experience because it's very funky, very about. It really is about making you feel good, and and yeah. it's a it's different from what we talked about so far. And it, it's a great album. It was gonna be on my list, but I had a. Uh, idea that you might have put it on there so I took a <laughs> shot not to uh, Carolina number three my number got? three would have and, and mind you this is a record that I've been that I look for every time I go record shopping to a new place online whatever it's Il Nana by Foxy Brown <laughs> that album I sort that's one of my goals to find that one on record um, but um, I really like this one because this is an album that you can put on and you know hang out with your girlfriends and kind of have a good time. I have and... those. I have girlfriends. Right? I have you those. See? Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> you know, put it on and <laughs> and mm -hmm. I think that her sexuality in this album just like exudes. I mean, it is Foxy, Brown, right? But it is Foxy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think this album is just a fun album. Put it on you know and i can't wait to put that on our record player and listen to it it's a whole completely new experience so um i think that album is just a fun and she can you know she's strong she's a strong um artist when it comes to hip-hop rap and uh one of the things that i love about it is that it pulls from 
other genres as well. You know, the samples that、mm-hmm. she uses on here are are、yeah. crazy, and and I think that's the main thing that I love about hip hop in general is that hip hop artists, R and B artists, they have to listen, or they do listen to all genres. I mean, jazz, funk,、um, yeah. rock, and and that's one of the albums that I that I noticed from a female. You know, artists that I was like, okay, she's pulling from like all these other, you know, amazing artists. So,、mm-hmm. number three, that's a strong freaking album. Ilana is like, Il- Foxy Brown has a special voice too. Yes,、mm-hmm. so like that、mm-hmm. another low growl, impactful, short range type of flow that she has. And even though that album is more production wise up. Beat and moving,、mm-hmm. she can、yeah. go with any boom bap '90s style beat too. So she's、mm-hmm. very versatile. It just happens to be that that album is designed that way. But before that album came out, she was on "Who Shot You" remix. She was doing songs with Jay Z, and they had nothing.、Mm-hmm. They didn't share the same sound. It's、mm-hmm. completely different. So it, she has that versatility. And、uh, if I was gonna pick one. Foxy Brown album that would have been the one, and of course Method Man's on it, so you know. Absolutely. So I had to,、uh, you know, had to do that. <laughs> I'm gonna go right into my number three, and I still haven't decided what that number three is gonna be. Oh.、Um, <laughs> um, I've been debating back and forth,、um, and it's tough because if whatever I don't pick won't won't make it on the list,、um, and it's it's tough.、Um, But I'm gonna go.、Uh, I'm gonna go. Raw Digger, Dirty Harriet,、um, number three.、Um, mm. I won't say what I took away because you might get mad at me.、Um, but、uh, for me, Raw Digger, Raw Digger is for people who don't know. She's、uh, started off in as one of Busta Rhymes'、uh, acts in in his group,、uh, the Flip Mode Squad. Right. And this is him bringing his crew in to give him some shine. He had Rampage, he had Split Star, some other goon I don't remember, and、um, and then you had Raw Digger, who always stood out. And she has a、mm-hmm. very, she's a she's very much like the Busta Rhymes we know, high energy, <laughs> charismatic, all over the place. And、mm-hmm. what I liked about that album is that I got exactly that. I had no idea from song to song what was gonna come next. It was always this absurd beat that shouldn't work, but absolutely worked. And it was always these cadences and rap styles and rap segments that shouldn't work. It was it was off kilter. It was awkward, and it was glorious. It was just this high、mm. energy, fun. Hyper charismatic, too much Red Bull before you got into the studio, <laughs> and it was fantastic. And it, and it was, it's a, it's a. I had to put it on there because it was a listening experience that's so unique that no one else else has ever come close to putting that kind of sonic energy into it. The the closest I could compare to besides Busta himself is maybe、mm-hmm. Missy Elliott with Super Duper Fly when you first introduce those Timberland. Uh, type beats that are very new to、right. the ear. This is like、mm-hmm. uh, the production was just amazingly different. It shouldn't work、mm-hmm. on paper. It shouldn't work, but it was 
spot on. You talk about Swiss Beats, uh, Scratch, um, mm-hmm. and it was just amazing energy. And it's one of my favorite records to put on. But she could go. She could, she. It, you have a little bit of hardcore. You have a little bit of absurdity. You have a little bit of flow, a bounce flow, and you have the Flipmo Squad all over. So if you have a big Busta Rhyme. Yes. And you like Buster Rhyme does very well when he has a tag team partner as well. And he's great by himself, but he's mm-hmm. also good when he has someone to foil with. And Raw yeah. Digger is one of those people that when they're together, they do great. And her visuals, if you're coming from Buster's camp, you're gonna have amazing visuals. You're gonna have amazing art. It's just what's mm-hmm. the standard that the Flipmo Squad has. Check out Raw Digger R A H D I G G A. Dirty Harriet. <laughs> it's a for me a landmark album. I was so excited when that album came out because not a lot of side MCs for main acts are very successful. They, you know, here's your yeah. check and move on. Rod Digger is one of those that maybe didn't hit the the mainstream the way I was hoping, but that album you can. Yeah. She's still banking on it. It's such a good album. Check it out. My number three, Rod Digger. Dirty Harriet, Sir Love Day. Uh, was that yes, a good sir. pick? Did I approve? Did you that was a good pick. Did, did you forget I, about I, her? I, I know you didn't forget about if her. If he approved, that's the question. He never <laughs> approves of me. Oh. I, 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 I look for his affection and his approval every day. He gives me nothing. But yet we do the show together. Uh, what do you got? Number two, Sir Love Day. Uh, number two is... For me, this time around, it's actually more of a 1A, 1B situation. Uh, My number two could easily be number one. My number one could easily be number two. Uh, So it's a very, very thin margin uh, that could easily shift based on how much I played the particular songs uh, back to back. I had to break it down to what are my two favorite songs off of each album. And which of those two songs and what I most want to play repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. I think largely because I've, I've already abused one to death and I so often me, or I so often play it. I decided, okay, I'm gonna let the other one rock, uh, which means my number two ends up being, uh, thanks to the, the glory of Paper Thin, uh, Here we go. Thanks to ten percent. Thanks to uh, I cram to understand you. Uh, of of course, light as a rock, uh, and and it goes on. I'm I'm talking of course of light as a rock, uh, MC Light. Uh, what a phenomenal album! Just just great, great, great album from start to finish uh some of the greatest some of my favorite uh rap songs the the woman who to me uh is without a doubt the greatest female mc we've ever had um and this album itself is so perfect when it arrives uh in the end of the 80s right as we're about to get a bit of a shift in how production is done um, and sampling of a different type is about to really take over hip hop. Uh, here comes one of the last bastions 
sort of the early mid 80s style of production and it's punching you in the face with drums and it's leading you with these driving rhythms um these driving bass lines and these rhyme styles that nobody was doing um as i mentioned before she's doing stuff like like rhyming rhinoceros with preposterous uh she's she's putting all sorts of inside rhymes together back when uh the guys who get credit for that are guys like rock him and big daddy Kane. light was doing it too uh she didn't wait for them to figure out how to do it she was doing it too uh when guys like slick rick or super storyteller she was telling phenomenal stories and this album is flawless start to finish can we just keep going keep going it is a stamp in time and it is a super demonstration of a super mc could easily be my number one it is definitely amongst the greatest albums of all time um for hip-hop or for other genres it's the it's out there it's great it's amazing i love it to death mc light light is a rock my I'm, number two i'm not surprised i'm actually surprised it's not number one um for you yes. knowing how you love her but that's a great pick that's twice you heard mc light and if you're listening to the for the first time to the show, thank you so much. If you're listening to it and you got this far, thank you again. Check us out and subscribe by iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, MC Light. Go find her and really, really study. We said this before and we say it all the time. A lot of people, we get a lot of slack on the show because we're very hypercritical of hip hop now, the landscape. And that's a misunderstanding. We want you to study and pay homage to the people who made this possible for you to be Mm -hmm. creative and to to make a living off. And we want you to be here for 10, 20 years and and not acknowledging and and, and not paying respect to the history will not Mm -hmm. get you there. Because last time I checked, I make money too. And you want it from me. (laughs) <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you want me to give you money, um, and True. for me, old school has we follow hip hop artists, new new school, who really do pay homage. Doesn't mean compromise your sound, have your sound, mm-hmm. but if you're going out yeah. here and being disrespectful to Tupac because you absolutely because you just whatever. I mean, I'm the first one who would agree with you on a lot of the points on Tupac. And this is an ongoing issue that we'll, we'll, we'll get there in a, in a, a different episode. But I will never mm-hmm. not acknowledge the impact he has had. So we want you to win. So get to know yeah. MC Light. She's magnificent. Yeah. And, and so yes, love day. Um, I appreciate you bringing that, that up. Carolina, you're number Ooh. two. There's, we're, getting, we're getting here. Yes. Actually, I feel the same the same way my number two could have been number one these two artists they couldn't really choose between them but um i thinking a little bit out of the box with this one it's a little bit more r&b soul and a little bit of jazz but you know hip-hop is such a broad genre um and this artist i think she's very important i think in Uh in in these albums and and most of her albums are some of my favorite regarding what type of music I'm into. It's um, uh, Erica Badu's debut album. Yeah. Uh, Baduisms. I mean, that album. What a curveball. I like it. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, this one, it's, it, she's so, she's so different than everybody else, you know, like she's yeah. very, she loves, what, what I like about her is that she's herself, no matter what, you know, and mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of jazz and hip hop and, you know, soul in her, in her sound, but that particular album, her debut album is one of the best albums, debut albums in all the genres. I think she came with mm-hmm. this album and I'm like, I, I would have thought that when I first heard it, I was like, this is her second, third album. You know, she's trying to figure it out. <laughs> she finally got it. And then when I started listening to her, I was like, oh, that's her debut. Like how, <laughs> you know, she came out and punched everybody in the face with this album. So <laughs> this is definitely one that you can just sit down, relax. And I don't know if you guys have heard that one song, the Afro freestyle skit. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's of course. like, I'm like, what? Who is this person right now? You know? <laughs> so, and to listen, this is a perfect record to to listen on vinyl. So if you're, you know, mm-hmm. just getting into it, you know, that album specifically can bring out the best in your in your speakers and from your cartridge and and um, record player. This is one of the albums that I use whenever I'm trying out a new cartridge, a new speaker i mean this album has everything you know from the voice so and i think it's very important in hip-hop too you know with everything that she is all around such a perfect album that's a great choice thank you for bringing that up uh and and going outside coloring outside the line yeah (laughs) carolina does that from time to time (laughs) for her spin um great pick um now, I'm still going to blame her for Jay Electronica not producing any type of music for the last five I years. Know. But, but you know, you know, we, we all love in different ways. Um, <laughs> um, Don't blame go, her. Blame that rich white woman he married. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, now that we lost all the listeners, um, let's go back. <laughs> uh, my number two um, was difficult because I'm a big fan. I'm also a big critic and mm. um and i and i'm a big critic because i just want more i want more of this and uh, mm. it's a it's a it's a it's pretty obvious already what it is but i'm gonna bring it into two folds obviously okay. i'm talking about the wonderful and easily not only one one of the best female mcs but one of the greatest female um, MCs period not just female MCs period artist right. songwriter mm-hmm. any category in music she's up there and she did it all with one album that's mm. it and that album Fair still enough. stands the test of time and when I did sure. start collecting my vinyl it was the first mm. one I bought <laughs> because even Fair in enough. my critique I knew it would be dumb of me not to get one of the greatest albums of all time in my collection first. And that's obviously Lauren Hill, the miseducation right. of Lauren Hill. Now, yeah. I'll talk about that in a second. But what really impressed me was how she stole the show from Wyclef and Praz on the score. On the Fuji right. album, she was the star. She's the one that that you wanted to hear more from. She was the one 
that mm-hmm. took it and ran with it and you were like, who is this person? I want more of this. If you listen to a Wyclef, if you listen to the Wyclef Carnival album, you probably listen to Wyclef, his good production at that time. But you also were you also skipped forward to those features that had Lauren Hill on it. That's how powerful that woman was. And she was saying things that was revolutionary, that was that was well thought of, that was well read, that was mm-hmm. so intimate to her soul. And she mm-hmm. was sharing and it just came out in Miseducation of Lauren Hill. It is a masterpiece of an album. From right. every sound to every nuance to every skit. Now I can live without the skits. Anybody knows me. I'm not a fan of skits. Get go straight to the song. But even the skits created this listening experience that's truly unique. And at that time was an anthem for female empowerment, female pain, female love, mm-hmm. and it was motherhood. Um, breakup X Factor is like the ultimate breakup song, <laughs> yes. you know. And and mm-hmm. you go in with Lost Ones right off the bat. I'm not singing, I'm, I'm rhyming right off the bat. Lost Ones straight to your face, white Clef John, right? <laughs> Another disc record that didn't feel like a disc record, but it's an absolute disc record. That's my first track, right? To your face. And then the next song is Why You Had to Do Me Dirty Like This with the X Factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just to show off that I, I have universal and international appeal, I got a little Carlos Santana too. How many of you were messing with that? Oh, you're going to put Carlos Santana? <laughs> oh, now you're going to do a song with Carlos Santana? Just remember who did it first. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and she was just able to just grab a moment in time and speak for so many people. And it still rocks now. It ages so well. And it's going to age well for the next 100, 200, 300 years. Mm-hmm. It's that mm-hmm. good of an album. My number two, Lauren Hill, Miseducation, and a special honorable mention to the Fuji's The Score because of the work that she did on that. My number two, Lauren Hill. Sir Fair enough. Sir Love Day. Now, I know yes. it's blasphemy to say how important that album was and not put a number one. I'm aware of the contradiction yep. there. I don't need no one to point it out, but you could mm-hmm. in my social media tag, Crush A Lot Podcast on Instagram, Crush A Lot Cheese on Twitter, or Sir Love Day everywhere else. Uh, Slayer Carito over in Instagram. Yeah. You could tell her, like, this guy's a walking contradiction. Well, then call me Tupac if that's the case. Um, <laughs> I lost more of the fans. I'm sorry. That's how I do it here. Uh, <laughs> Sir Love Day, uh, Chocolate yes. Boy Wonder. What do you have? Ready. You're number one. My number one, as I mentioned, this could easily have been number two. This could have been back and forth. This is all over the place. Uh, but. I like I said I had to go down to some records. I picked a record off of each, the record that was sort of the premiere record for me of that album, uh, my favorite. And I said I'm gonna just pick which one of these two records. I just have that super super gonna jam this every five seconds sort of thing. And I ended up choosing uh, one of again one of my favorite records of all time. Just another day living in the hood. Just another day round away. Uh, my number one album is Black Rain. 
by Queen Latifah. Fantastic. Uh, I love you, sir. This Mike. album. By the way, that was my number three <laughs> that I booted out. No. Oh, disrespectful. Uh, <laughs> well, if you're looking to co-host the Crush It Out podcast, sure love, they just kicked me off the show. Uh, it's been a good two years. I appreciate the love. Uh, now that I have no no love and no fans, uh, applications, sir love day, on social media. Send your resumes. Black Rain, Queen Latifah. Speak on it, my brother. So this album right here is the culmination of genius. This is uh, what happens when you've already been great. You've already stepped out and had great albums. You've demonstrated multiple times that you understand the business, that you want to make a statement about who you are, that you recognize your position as a woman in the industry, but you also want to push beyond the boundaries and the glass ceiling uh, that is placed on any woman in the industry. Uh, she screamed it about it on a previous record. Um, Atifa's had it up to here, a record where she's just like, yo, enough. Like, stop. I get it. No, no, I'm not lesbian. No, I'm not like, back up off me. Uh, of course, that was then. Um, and she screamed and, and set the record straight way back when and then finally came back uh, with an album that was just the, the, the skill and the knowledge brought together from all of those times, put into one package. She gave you some of the same messages, but now she's reshaped them. Now she's gotten better at phrasing them. Now she's gotten uh, a way of understanding the, the cohesiveness of albums. Uh, she's putting it all in one package that from start to finish has no lows, mm -hmm. has no slumps, has no parts where it falls short. Uh, from start to finish, she's, she's hitting every single point that she needs to make. Uh, and she just happens to also deliver um, on her responsibility as, you know, premier female MC to speak up and deliver an anthem for women <laughs> and she does it when she does you and ity and it shuts down everything huge Who are you record calling <laughs> huge record <laughs> like not just the women without her loving that record everyone loved that record the, the, the horns on that record are iconic amazing just just pulled it all together now that hip-hop had fully taken a turn uh, production-wise where the drums were changed and how they were mixed, where the samples were a little different, uh, where the time period from where samples were coming from was different, the way they were being looped and used were different. And here she comes going, I'm ready for all of that. I'm right in tune, right in step with all of it. And I have a record that perfectly does it all and just another day uh living in the hood uh is to me one of the greatest rap songs ever made just ever without, without a question ever made uh it's super smooth it's one of those records that can be on 
in a club. I could be on in a party. I could be on at a block party. I could be on at a family event with small children. <laughs> that could be on anywhere, and it's not going to disturb or destroy uh, the vibe. It's only going to extend and improve uh, the vibe at that time. It's so dope, and I can't forget how incredible this album is. And when it dropped, I remember buying mine's on cassette on Church Avenue uh, from a place that rented videos and sold records and tapes. And we went there to rent a video. This is back when you rented VHS tapes, yes. <laughs> but we rented movies on VHS. <laughs> we went to go rent a video and I saw it on the counter because I was too small to actually be the one doing a transaction with the guy up in the counter way up by. But I could see through the little glass bulletproof casing uh, that <laughs> there's this Queen Latifah album. And I was already a big fan of Queen Latifah. And I was like, yeah, I, I want that. Let's let's get that. Let's get that right now. I need that. I'll give you the money when I get home. <laughs> it's my little, to my big brother. <laughs> and we got it. And that was it. That's what was in my, my tape deck all the time that's what was in my walkman that's what i was playing all the time for quite a little while of course it wasn't too long after that when a bunch of other greatness dropped so music got really really flooded hip-hop right around that time because this is this is right before everybody's dropping their some of their greatest stuff um but, but man this album was great i i don't even know how to express how powerful this album was for me it's definitely deserving of number one. Um, you'd be surprised that it could have been number two. Um, but that's how much love I have for both of these albums, uh, Light as a Rock and Black Rain. But today, Queen Latifah takes that number one slot. And it's Black Rain, not rain like it's raining on me. <laughs> it's rain like the rain of my kingdom. Um, so right, not rain like, like rain dance. <laughs> rain like rain man. I do that every like morning a with a loincloth, but it's not a good view, so <laughs> let's not talk about that again. Um, that's a great picture, love day, and um, you know it, we'll be remiss if we don't um, send our condolences towards her, as she also lost her mother recently, yes. uh, Rita Owens, yep. um, who was a, her best friend, her anchor, her role model. And so mm -hmm. sending our loves to the amazing Queen Latifah, who does a lot for communities and for black Absolutely. and brown folks. And we're about um, black and brown folks. Fuck ice. Um, moving on. Um, <laughs> let's go to uh, Carolina. You're number one. We're here. We, we've been we all been waiting for about four weeks to, for <laughs> this episode. So we had a, a lot of time to marinate. Yeah. You're number one. What do you have? Well, my number one. I couldn't take this album out of my mind i mean it was it's it was your number two but man, it had to be my number one just because i feel like all the albums that i'm choosing for this top five i'm not choosing them because they were you know technically good it's because when i heard it they made me feel something and right. lauren hill miseducation of lauren hill is an album that every song has a different meaning every time i i listen to it and i think mm. she was very good at doing that um when it comes to her either singing with that amazing voice 
you know, and rapping at the same time. I mean, she can do it all. And mm -hmm. fuck Drake. Um, exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not making no fans in this episode. I apologize <laughs> to the audience. <laughs> Applications are being accepted by Sir Lovely right now. <laughs> Please send headshots. Exactly, right? <laughs> but she she came out, you know, with especially with the song um, X Factor. You know, it's funny that you say that it's a breakup song because to me, I kind of feel like that song is is a breakup song, but it kind of, you know, okay, let's make this work. This is what you did. This is what you're mm -hmm. doing. This is what I did to you. But at right. the end of the day, I'm not, we're gonna. I'm not going on this podcast to talk about my pain. I'm just saying. I'm just saying how I used it or how it was yeah. sent to me. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. And then there's sometimes where I'm really mad, and I'm like, no, that song means this, and you know. And <laughs> I think that's her power. That's she's able to do that with her lyrics. You know, everything is everything. That song can mean so many things too. And um, so I think she's she's very powerful. She's very wise. I think in her. I don't know if you guys have seen her um, interviews and everything. She's so insightful. Mm -hmm. You know, she yeah. thinks out of the box. And that's one of the things that I like about all these artists that I'm picking. They're proud about their sexuality. They're proud about being strong. But Lauren Hill is so proud about not only using that as a woman, but she's such a good role model. You know, you have to be smart. You have to you know, know what you're talking about and, and not worry about what other people think about you. And Yeah. That's one album that I highly recommend for all our daughters, you know, like I, that's mm -hmm. a, a role model that I want my daughter to have, you know, my right. daughters to have. And that miseducation of Lauren Hill has a lot of love and um, life in general, you know, whether you're going through something in your work or whatever, you know, she's very versatile. So that album is hardcore hip-hop art <laughs> all the you know all the genres so sure. um, that has to be a number one for me not because not only because she's amazing what she does but i can listen to that and feel you know everything so and and you know going back to the record collecting that album has to be on your record collecting no matter what kind of you know what music you like yeah, what genre it's pretty right. easy to find too it's not one of those out of print yeah. things you could find it pretty easily because it's sell it still sells now it's like consistently in the top 200 for the last 10 years it's like it doesn't leave it's not going to leave it's going to stay there for a reason so right. Lo sir love day what's your favorite track off that album um that's a tough one a favorite track over there that's a good choice yeah. carolina um, what, what's your favorite track mine has to be x factor and um Nothing even matters. Sir so Lovely, what's yours? And nothing even matters is pretty dope. Uh, uh, the, I, I can't pick a favorite record off of that. I listened to the whole thing. How do you pick? Uh, I'm asking you to I mean, pick. It's my last episode because right, you're kicking fine. me off. So I'm, you know, let me use the little okay, power I have left. I like final final <laughs> hour is mine. I like the subtlety a good and the windpipes in the background, but it's also my final hour, so it's apropos. <laughs> That's a good point. So since oh, we're so bad. <laughs> so since we're since we're giving you the boot, uh, I might as well just pick something. Uh, so I'll go with uh, with doo -wop. Oh yeah. Because I do love that sample. 
Now, if Lauren Hill can make it on her shows on time, that'll make her fantastic. Now, moving that, <laughs> um, my number one um, could easily be my number two, and I'm just gonna flip flop mm-hmm. with you, sir. Love day is MC Light, Light as a Rock. Um, it's mm-hmm. everything I love about hip hop. Uh, Lauren Hill captivated something and did something with different genres and really mm-hmm. poured yeah. her her whole essence and soul. And I can. Uh, I could probably appreciate that it might take a while before we get anything from her because probably she, it took so much out of her. Um, but MC mm-hmm. Light was the first female to release a full-length album, and man, did she kick open the doors for everybody! Mm-hmm. And that's why it deserves my, at least my opinion, my, the number one in my list because not only is it a fantastic album, um, classic '80s production. Uh, lyrically, lyrically proficient storytelling, wordplay, creativeness, voice. Um, it was a defining moment for music and a defining moment for any young lady looking to do something the way she has presented it to me. You could do this. You could do it on your own terms, and you don't have to worry about being female. You could be a great MC and still get respect from the industry that's male dominated. And for me, that album did that, and we need to really pay respect to that because she opened the door for Queen. She opened the yeah. door for a lot of people um, early on. That started, uh, you know, next from the cast, the thing uh, with um, uh, Roxanne. Uh, so yeah. it, it's. It, I, I cannot do it just if I don't put a number one because how important that album mm-hmm. was for the beginning of this movement that MCs could be females and they could do it good and better than a lot of the guys and that's why it's my number one MC Light L Y T E um Sir Love Day as always even though it's yes. my last show um I appreciate. <laughs> Your time, as always, Carolina Martinez. You can find her on Slayer Carrito over on Instagram. Check her out. Check out the vinyls and be envy that she could uh, pay the rent and also collect. Uh, shout out to her family for putting up with us um, for that one night. Shout out to y'all. If you like what you heard, let us know. Crush a lot podcast uh, at gmail.com. Crush a lot cheese over on Twitter. I'm very active there. I talk a lot of nonsense. Come, come talk with me. <laughs> Sir Love Day everywhere. And of course, Slayer yep. Carito. Check, out, check her out. Let's get the movement uh, and support her as much as we can. Um, and all that good stuff. Hey, here's a recommendation. A 2019 calendar? What? With Slayer Carito? Ching, what? Ching. Why? She didn't think of that one. She didn't think that. She didn't think that. But I'm putting it. Uh, I, I get it. But now that I, now that you tell me, I'm like, we're, hmm. we're, we're not gonna trademark that. But I'm just saying. And I just want to tell you guys, you know, thank you guys for having me over. Um, you know, it. This was so much fun, and I really enjoyed this. And you guys have an amazing podcast going on right now. So. You guys keep doing that awesome job, and I appreciate you guys for bringing me in today for this one. You're very welcome. Have a good Thanks. one, Carolina, uh, and check us out everywhere on all podcast outlets. Have a good one, y'all. Bye bye. Peace. All we do is crush a lot.